Hello, 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 and welcome to a new episode in our podcast, Puedo Aprender Inglés. In this fourth season, I'm telling you stories only in English. But you can always tune in into our Instagram live sessions Thursday at 7 p.m. Colombian time. To get the context of this story in Spanish. That way you can practice both. So you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at teaching underscore the letter U underscore. Arroba teaching como enseñando rayita al piso la letra U rayita al piso teaching you. Okay, welcome to our podcast. I'm very excited because I have a new story to tell you. I'm going to tell you a story of a book that was very difficult for me to follow when I was first learning English. Today we'll be discussing The Taming of the Shrew by William Shakespeare. The taming of the what-what? The what of the what-what? <laughs> I must say that when I first moved to study in high school in the United States, I really had very few English skills and definitely shrew or taming were words that were not in my arsenal at all. I remember coming into school and one of the first lessons that I walked into was an English literature class and this was the book that they were reading. Can you imagine? This is one of the very first few books in English that you have to read with your very basic English. <laughs> so for those of you who are in the same boat as I was, Let me start by defining the term shrew. A shrew is a term to describe an ill-tempered, scolding woman. You know, as it were in Spanish, something like una vieja histérica. <laughs> you know, in my Colombian Spanish, that's what we would say. In Shakespeare's time, the term was used to refer to a woman who was seen as argumentative difficult to control, and hard to please. The play The Taming of the Shrew centers around the story of one such woman and a man who's trying to tame her, who is trying to domesticate her in a way. So let's dive into the story now. Okay, like many of Shakespeare's books, This is a book that is supposed to be acted. This is a play. So the play opens up with a wealthy man named Baptista who has two daughters, Bianca and Caterina. Bianca is this beautiful woman who has many suitors. Suitors are men who want to marry the woman. But Baptista will not allow her to marry until he finds a suitable husband for the other daughter, Caterina. 
And Katerina, on the other hand, is very sharp-tongued, very strong-willed, and, of course, difficult to manage. She is seen as a shrew by those around her and is despised by most of the men in town. The men did not like women like this. So enter Petruccio or Petruccio. I'm not really sure of the pronunciation. He is a man from Verona who is looking for a wealthy wife. He hears about Katerina's reputation and decides to pursue her. Despite her protests, Petruchio woos and marries Katerina. Woo is like court, flirt, pursue her. And his intention is to tame her and make her an obedient wife. The the play follows their tumultuous relationship as Petruchio uses various methods to control and manipulate Katerina. He starves her, deprives her of sleep, even dresses her in ridiculous clothing. Eventually, Katerina submits to Petruchio's will and they become a quote-unquote seemingly happy couple. At first glance, the play seems to promote the idea that women should be obedient and subservient to their husbands. However, upon closer inspection, it becomes clear that there is much more to the story. You know, Shakespeare was really known for his sharp wit and biting social commentary, and the taming of the shrew is no exception. While the play does feature a strong male protagonist who seeks to tame a difficult woman, it also shows the negative effects of such behavior. Petruchio's treatment of Caterina is not only cruel, but also highlights the society expectations placed upon women during that time. Caterina's sharp tongue and independent spirit are seen as threats to the patriarchy and to the patriarchal society, and Petruccio seeks to correct her behavior. However, the play also shows how absurd these expectations are. Petruccio's actions are often comical and way over the top, which highlights how ridiculous it is to try to control and manipulate in another person. So also, the play features a subplot, like uh, another branching plot, involving Bianca, the other daughter, and her suitors. Bianca is seen as this perfect example of a woman who is obedient and docile and beautiful. However, her suitors are not what they seem. They play, the play shows the dangers of judging somebody based only, solely, on their appearance. Okay, so finally, let's talk about the most interesting characters in the play. Of course, there is Katerina, the shrew herself, which she may seem unlikable at first, because of her sharp wit and independent spirit. Uh, but she is definitely a compelling and very interesting character.
Her transformation throughout the play from a headstrong shrew to a subservient wife is both fascinating and troubling. And then of course Petruchio, the man who seeks to tame her. <laughs> While his behavior is comical, it is also disturbing to see him go to such lengths to control his wife. So like in many of Shakespeare's plays, every character has a big persona, a big personality, including the father who is this overbearing father um, and he's like super involved in all of the relationships and, and instances that his daughters have to go through. So the big question that people often have with Shakespeare's plays is where do you draw inspiration for this play? You know, it, rumors have it that Shakespeare is not the actual author of all of these stories, that some of these stories were around. They were just written down. They were just presented or retold uh, through oral tradition. So while there's no definite answer, some scholars believe that the play may have been inspired by real-life events. During Shakespeare's time, it was not uncommon for men to seek out wealthy wives and attempt to, quote-unquote, tame them into submission. However, it's important to note that Shakespeare's play is not a straightforward depiction of these events. Rather, he uses his signature wit and biting commentary to create kind of like a nuanced and complex portrayal of societal expectations and gender roles. So in conclusion, if you didn't know what Taming of the Shrew was in simple terms, it's the misguided attempts of a man to control and manipulate a woman so that she is this little obedient dove. Uh, it is a complex and thought-provoking play that delves into issues of gender, power, and expectations of society. So I hope that you enjoyed my story, <laughs> that you enjoyed me uh, being confused about the title of the story, the names of the people in the story. I don't know if you could imagine me sitting in a classroom with all these advanced words uh, going over the, the, the book and the play. It was nice because actually we did get a chance to go and see a performance of this play after we finished, or everybody finished, <laughs> I didn't finish, uh, reading the book. And it was really, really fun to see the characters play out on stage. So if you ever come across this play on live theater, I recommend that you go watch it and maybe you can listen to this podcast episode again. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, remember to subscribe to this podcast. Download the episodes if you think you're going to be out of reach of the internet. Uh, it's great moment to listen to these stories when you're driving, when you're doing laundry, when you're doing other activities, just to put in that extra practice in your English. So thank you so much for joining me. 
As always, it's a great pleasure and honor to be telling you these short little stories and I will catch you next time. Si este episodio te hizo feliz, compártelo en tus redes por WhatsApp, por Instagram y asegúrate de seguirnos para no perderte nuestra próxima clase gratuita.